Is your business overcomplicating its marketing? Today in the Marketing Counts podcast, Shreya Banerjee and I are going to dive into how businesses are truly hurting themselves by focusing on the latest trends, the latest fads, and the latest marketing trends that are out there every single day. You need to stop that and focus on the basics and focus on what really counts to grow your business. Enjoy today's episode. You are listening to the Marketing Counts Podcast, where we help you leverage the internet for more traffic, leads, and sales. We bring you the cutting edge insights on digital marketing, social media marketing, e-commerce, email marketing, and more. Just remember that marketing counts. Marketing counts. Now, here's Paul Counts and Shreya Banerjee. Hello and welcome here to the Marketing Counts Podcast. I'm Paul Counts. And I'm Shreya Banerjee. And we are excited for another episode of Marketing Counts, where we are going to be talking all about ways that you can improve your marketing, your marketing efforts. But today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different today, Shreya. We're going to talk about people that like to overcomplicate their marketing. They like to turn it into some big scientific thing and overcomplicate it, scare people, and at the end of the day, they end up hurting themselves. That's what we're talking about today. Exactly. They they go too fast, right? They go, they want to be ahead of the game, but they don't even have the basics yet. So you can't yes. jump 10 steps ahead if you don't even have step one in place. Exactly. That's exactly it. And on top of it, we've been getting incredible results with people we work with, with our clients and for ourselves over the years without overcomplicating the process. So many people, just like anything, they like to overthink it. And I think that's a big thing. It's the analysis by paralysis, and it ends up infiltrating so many businesses um, that it's not even funny. So one of the things we've done, we work with companies that have literally gone from $8 million to $42 million in sales. And one of our keys to that was oversimplification. We did not overcomplicate the process. You did not hear us talking about with this client, we were not talking about Royce and, and all these fancy acronyms that marketers like to throw out because it makes them feel good at night or something. We don't throw those kind of terms out because at the end of the day, none of that stuff matters. What really counts at the end of the day. Wow. I said matters, Trey. What's up with me? Ooh, um, I don't know. <laughs> right? Wow. What really counts at the end of the day, you really you caught yourself, you caught yourself. I so I, I give that it. to you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. So what really counts though is results, sales results, lead results, getting, you know, growth in the organization, uh, better rank, all that stuff. That's the stuff that really counts. It's not about, you know, if you can sleep well at night and pat yourself on the back because you said some fancy marketing term. So, you know, that's, that's the thing that we're here to talk about today is, is some examples of how people overcomplicate marketing and ways to really oversimplify it so that you can have success. Yes. You have to start at the basic. If you don't understand the entire process to begin with in a simple way, you can't go after the big, you know, the, you can't try to make it better. Uh, I've seen it. It's not just marketing though. It happens everywhere. So I used to do a lot of consulting work for aviation industry and manufacturing facilities, right? So simple production system. So you're making something, how many did you make? What's your goal for the day of a widget, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you'd be surprised how many of them, they just wanted the fancy things because I want to have you know, fancy tools like Amazon that I hit a button and I would know everything, but you don't have the basics. You have to yeah. have the basics before you are like Amazon, right? So you can't just skip that step. And that I see that here again. It's it's amazing to see how the same yes. mindset almost kind of translates into marketing where they want all the fancy tools and 
you know, want to know the data behind it and how to improve it. Well, if you're not getting any results to begin with, what's the point of like going after data to improve things? Yes. It's, it's, I think a lot of people get caught in that and you can call it whatever it is. It's, you know, they want to, they want to run or sprint before they're actually walking in their business Mm -hmm. or before they even, and, and some of the time it's that tortoise and the hare analogy where the tortoise was steady and he ended up winning the race in the end. And that's the approach we take with our marketing, with our clients and with people we work with. It's not oftentimes the sexiest approach. It's not the most fun approach. We're not throwing out fancy acronyms to them. We're not saying stuff to pat ourselves on the back. We're not saying stuff that honestly means nothing. What we're focused on is results and and making the process and doing the intangibles, the little things that add up to big wins, you know, for organizations we work with or for the marketing we do. And that's what people need to focus more of their time and energy on. And I know it could be frustrating because a lot of people, they go went to college and they learned all these fancy acronyms and all these fancy terms, but you can have amazing success without knowing all the fancy terms. And we'll talk on that in just a minute, but there is you know, there's a reason that we continually teach our FTE formula and Shreya, they should go back and watch our first, listen to the first episodes, right? Which talks about foundation, traffic, and engagement. Yes. And believe it or not, even the big companies that we work with, we apply the same simple foundation traffic engagement, like the FTE formula. And that's what works. That's how they see results. They have been, might've been working with other companies before and we come in and they were like, focusing on way high level stuff up here. Right. And we take a step back and it's always unpleasant. Every time we start with a client, it's always unpleasant because they're like, wait a second, you're going back to the basics. But the people that do and follow the process, test the process, you know, and let us do that. Like that's who sees the most results. Right. It's when people like they, they take their finger off their, your back or your thumb off your back or whatever. And they let you actually do what you're designed to do, which is to do the basics and go back to the basics, go back to the foundation instead of going like, Hey, I heard about this on a podcast. I heard about this new marketing strategy, or I heard this new term in a blog post I read about Royce. So what's our Royce? Well, who cares about your Royce? You know, you're not going to have a Royce, a Rolls Royce, if you're not focusing on the basics, you know, so we need to get focused on the basics. Who cares about all these fancy terms you read about? Who cares about the podcast that just came out last week? That's going to tell you about a, a method that ended up dying out that that's going to be dead in four months. You know, there's a reason that seasoned marketers, like those of us, like Shrey and I have a combined 30 plus years experience. We will pat ourselves on the back for that. We are in this industry for as long as we've been in it and in marketing for as long as we have been, because we don't hop, skip and jump to the newest, latest fads. The fads come and go. It's not saying you shouldn't maybe make an opportunity to say, hey, look, I'm going to go try this and see if I can make some quick wins and some quick, quick earnings. But what happens is a lot of companies go and they're like the squirrel mentality, like, oh, squirrel, you know, this is a new thing. Let's go focus all in on this. And then what happens, right? They end up going all in, find out that strategy was dead. And then they're having to restart again and wonder what happened. You know, I feel like a lot of companies don't do like a long-term and a short-term goal. Like there's the short-term goal should be tactical, very tactical. This is what I want to, you know, do accomplish in the next month, two months, six months. This is what I want to do in the yeah. long term in a year or two. This is where I want my company to be, which is more a little bigger. Like that's where you can say, Hey, I want to be at the spot where I want to start tracking these metrics. How do I get there? Right. Um, I don't think many companies do that and mm-hmm. they just go directly to it. Like, right. Yes. Like I want my two year goal right now, like make it happen. I get it. Like it's good to be the go getter. Right. 
but it's it's a process and you can't we used to call it digitizing waste now this is in the manufacturing world but we used to call it like you're digitizing waste because everybody wanted all the metrics up on a digital board rather than a pen and paper but we one of the biggest thing was start with a pen and paper write down what mm-hmm. you did right ah start with that if you don't know what you did or how you're getting to it and with a pen and paper you're not going to figure it out once it's on a screen you know? Yes. You wasted all this time and resources and effort into digitizing it, making a fancy program, people like working on it, like training people how to use this program. Like you made this fancy thing and you it doesn't even work because you don't know what you're doing, how how much you're how much of a widget you're getting or you're supposed to do, right? So don't digitize waste. Uh, yeah, from the that's team. such a great, and this is why I love, you know, why, you know, just love working with you because your insight is more of a process oriented background, right? Which translates perfectly into marketing. And, you know, we call it, it's garbage in garbage out. That's the way I say it. You say it much more eloquently, like automating waste, um, you know, but at the end of the day, if you put in crap, you're going to get crap out, you know, and, and people <laughs> do that all day long because they're so concerned about, oh, we got to automate this process. Well, do you even know what you're automating? Like, do you even know why you're automating that? Do you even right. have a have the basics in place to even test the automation? Like, why do we, why are we so concerned? We work with a lot of clients and we've had several that that try to do this where they're like, well, let's automate this. Let's automate that. Automate, automate, automate. That's their favorite word. What are you automating? If you don't know why, how to get to the basics, then what was the purpose of automating anything? Like you're wasting your time and you're spinning your wheels and you're not going to get the results you want. So you need to be willing to, you know, get rid of that mentality of like, we've got to automate everything. It's not saying you can't, it's not saying you shouldn't. It's, it's, we're not saying that at all. It's saying it'll be a natural progression. You know, when you're ready, like if you're forcing the automation, you're not ready for it. Right. It'll be a natural progression as you're doing stuff, as you're figuring stuff out, your metrics and the way you're running ads, the way you're uh, yeah, creating your creatives or whatever it is, right? As you're doing those, it's a natural process that you'll say, okay, I can make, I understand how to do this, but I can make my life much easier with this software or with this. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll be a natural progression rather than trying to figure out what program can I use to do this? You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, and like the, the marketing tech, there's so much marketing tech, so it can be easy to get mm-hmm. overwhelmed, you know, and think, okay, well, I've got to do this because, you know, and, and they get suckered in, like they heard it on a podcast, read it on an article, saw an email about it, whatever it is, that squirrel mentality sets in and you're like, it's that FOMO, right? This fear of missing out, cut the FOMO. You're not missing out on anything, except you're going to miss out on potential sales and earnings for your company. If you focus on it, you know, quit worrying about, am I missing out because my competitors use this tool? Who cares what they're using? Look at your own dollars and cents and what's happening. Treya, we just filled an event with the client that, you know, a huge event, you know, almost 3000 attendees and their first event did about 500 to about six times growth, right? Six times growth from before us and then after us. And we say that not only to pat ourselves on the back, but because we applied everything we're talking about here, we applied over simplification. There were times where people um, in the organization were questioning what we're doing and they were questioning why we're doing it. And we kept saying, look at the Trust numbers. The Trust the process. Yeah. Trust, Trust the process. the process. We did not use fancy spreadsheets. We did not use fancy software. Other marketing agencies would have come in here, lost their mind. I could also tell you what also would have happened. Other agencies and other organizations would have actually spent about, I would say on average, about 40 times what we spent on ads. I'm not going to tell you what we spent on ads, but they would have spent 40 times, not four times, 
40 times what we spent on ads to get the same exact result. And I can tell you that full on it, it, bottom line numbers. I can tell you exactly. They would have spent 40 times what we spent on ads and it would have been a multiple six figure ad spend to get the results we got. And that's because we trusted the process and we did it strategically and smart. It's not saying we don't use strategy with our basics. It's just that we focus on something that works. We take proven marketing processes, which could be everything from leveraging OPA, like we like to call other people's audience. So we have a podcast on that in the future. There's a lot of power in OPA. Are you down with OPA? You know, um, <laughs> right? Isn't there a rap song about that or something? What? Opa. Oh, Opa. Opa. Yeah. Opa. Opa. Yeah. Like, right. Like the dropping of the <laughs> exactly. plates. Opa. We need a plate sound dropping right now. Like, oh gosh. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, maybe this will get edited out, but um, irregardless, the, you know, we got other people's audience. You've got strategic social media marketing, you know, not, not doing things a certain way, like strategic with social media, using it for what it's meant to be. Uh, being strategic with your email marketing, with the things that people don't necessarily see all the time that actually has the biggest result. You know, email marketing has a 400 times return on your ad spend. Now, before you start email marketing, though, you have to have certain things in place. Like you have to have the right landing pages. You have to have the right offer. You have to have the right messaging. All those that's, things have to be in place. Sorry, that's where the basics come in, though. Yes. Right? If you're not focusing on those basics and just saying, I'm just going to run the ads, it's not going to convert. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's why you have to be strategic. We're not saying don't be strategic, but focus on the basics and make sure you have those in place first. Yeah, make sure you have those in place and go back and watch our foundation traffic engagement. And and that's also part of this where people want to run before they can even walk. You know, when you learn to walk, you had to literally stumble around and walk. You know, you had to you had to do that. You have to do that with your business. There's no fast track. There's no easy button. There's none of that stuff. You know, marketing agencies are going to sit there and fill your head with drivel. Other marketing podcasters are going to sit there and tell you stuff like, oh, do this, do this, do this, you know. But at the end of the day, it's smoke and mirrors, you know. You know, schools teach opposite. Remember when we were doing our research, we so we teach foundation traffic and engagement. Right. But the order is different. Like I just finished a course at Yale. Like, you know, it's it's they start with traffic. And that was super interesting to hear. Yeah. They start with traffic first, figure out figuring that out. But then why would you start driving traffic if you don't have your foundation piece correctly? So it's I can tell you why, why they teach it though. I think I know why they teach it that way. Um, We were talking about this once. And the reason they teach it that way is because they're teaching you to go in to get a job at a large corporation, which does not impact 90% of our listeners here. Your business is not a multi-billion dollar fortune 50 company. Like it's not, you know, you're a small business, small to medium business that wants to take your business from doing a million a year to 10 million a year, a million to 5 million or 200,000 to 500,000. Like, you know, small business marketing is a different game than way different. Yeah. Big company marketing. Definitely. Definitely. And I think what happens is these courses, they teach you that method because at the end of the day, a fortune 50 company does not care one bit about ad spend. They don't care about ad spend. They don't, they don't even, doesn't bother. Their metrics are different, right? Their metrics is more of, um, like visibility exposure yeah. right exposure like i want people to know about me right so the small business like you yes you want people to know about you but you also want to convert uh you yeah want, you want to focus more on conversion yeah exactly like we work we see this disconnect happen we work with 
um, with agents from a very large Fortune 50 company, right? And we don't need to say the name here, but you know, very large, large Fortune 50 company worked with a lot of their agents. The agents themselves, they need to do the basics. They need to do things like Google My Business. They need to do things like running local ads for people that are actually clicking. Whereas the corporation themselves, they're teaching their agents, they're teaching their people they work with to do things like we'll run um, exposure campaigns, buy banner ads on the highway. Like, I'm sorry, but nobody knows that particular agent's face. They're going to recognize the logo as they drive by. So yeah. the next they, time when it comes time to buy, they're going to go online and search for that company's name, that, company. that agent's name, right? Not that agent, you know, and so many people here have got it in their head because they from college. And that's why college teaches it. Unfortunately, it's just a, which is why we have curriculum. There's a market for it. There, yeah. I mean, they teach it. It's not wrong. There's a market. It's for not it. wrong. It just doesn't apply to the majority of the small businesses. And that's where there's a big disconnect. So that's why we're here to expose the truth to marketing, right? We're here to say, look, take the wool off your eyes. Like don't do it. Traffic foundation and engagement. You know, I don't even think some of them don't even teach foundation. Really. They're just like, Oh, just drive a bunch of traffic to it and hope it converts. And I kid you not, we've looked but in a big company. You know what? In a big company, your job won't be the foundation. There'll be another team that kind of right. takes care of the foundation piece, takes care of the, you know, your landing pages and your mm-hmm. email sequence. Like you as a marketer wouldn't be doing that. Right. So you need to get in your mindset of the basics first. Start with the basics. Think of the house model. Shreya, you teach this really well, right? When you start a house, what do you have? You lay foundation. You have a foundation. You have yeah. to have a foundation. Without it, your house, like it won't stand. So that's why you need your landing pages. You need a way to capture people's information. Like you need that before you even do anything else, before you start building a clean looking page. Yeah. I need a clean looking page. that's going to convert with the right messaging so that you can hook your audience. And then, then you layer on the traffic and you want to be smart about your traffic. You don't want to just do eyeballs. You want to do clicks. And so we talk about that in our other episodes where Think about how many clicks are you getting and how many leads are you getting? Don't overcomplicate it. That's where people get complicated and they start throwing around all these acronyms and what's your, what's your this, what's your that. And like drives me nuts. Like acronyms to me are just silly. Shreya can attest to this. I am most acronym stupid person around. I just learned, I kid you not, this is how uncorporate like I am. I just learned what the term ooh meant. Oh, oh, oh. I it <laughs> first of all it's not called ooh. Yeah. It's not <laughs> ooh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I well, rest out of my office. Face. <laughs> yes, out of office. Somebody messed me and said they're gonna be out of office. Oh, 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 one time. And I tell Trey, I go, what's ooh? What's that even? I was mean? like, what's ooh? Yeah. And she's like, I oh, remember I mean, that. And then you said, oh, oh, oh. I said, oh, you mean out of office. that's yeah that i bring that point up you know because like we don't need to know that but we can take a company from 8 million to 42 million dollars in sales we can take a company that is brand new from zero sales to 1.8 million sales in four you know in literally four months so those are the things we can do when you apply this process when you Mm -hmm. apply the basics the foundations and you don't get over complicated i'm not even saying out of office is a complicated acronym. I'm just saying acronyms and fancy speak and all that corporate lingo means nothing except for your results, you know, and you need, at the end of the day, that's what feeds your family. So like people need to quit caring about what everybody else is doing. I think that's also part of the problem is people care about like, well, my friend's doing this, my friends. Yeah. Am I, am I doing the latest and greatest, you know, but you don't worry about the latest and greatest if you're 
basic stuff's not in place. Correct. Like, yeah. Once your basic stuff's in, in place, then you start thinking about, okay, am I doing the latest and greatest? Am I falling behind the market? But you will definitely fall behind the market if you're just going to chase that and not have your foundation in place. Yeah. And it, it comes down to two. Do you want to build a business or a hobby? If you want to build a hobby, go chase all the other stuff. You know, like that's real talk right there. But if you want to build a hobby, go chase all the little things. And, and that's cool. But if you want to build a business, start with the basics and start with that foundation, you know, because what's going to happen is if you go chase all the little things, your house is not going to be on a solid foundation. And the second that first windstorm hits, your house is going to come crashing down. There goes your business because you're out focusing on some new thing. I want to clarify by basics. We mean like, you know, a landing page, a a simple website and not just a simple website, but like a way to capture your audience's information. So yes. Anyway, doesn't matter how you do it, right? A way online to capture your customer's information so that you can follow up with them. So that's what it is. If you don't have that in place, right? It's going to be very hard to do anything else. It doesn't matter whether you're on the latest fad of whatever app, new app comes out or new you know program comes out, it won't matter. So there's also one other factor to that about capturing their info. It's also about when it comes to the basics, it's going after the right traffic source. You know, so many people think, mm-hmm. oh, well, Instagram reels are hot. Well, it might be, but it's not hot for your industry. If if nobody else is on there, it doesn't mean you need to be out there. Like it's, it's not saying you can't try those things because maybe you'll be a, a pioneer, but there's probably a reason that nobody else is using Instagram reels in your niche. There's probably a pretty good reason because trust me, if it's making a killing, I hate to break it to people. You're not going to be the first one to come out with this new marketing idea. Like other people are going to yeah. blaze that trail. So sometimes you just need to know where your audience hangs out. That's yes. part of doing your niche research, right? That's part of your foundation, figuring out where do people hang out? Right. People are interested in your offer. Hang out. So it comes down to like anything we say, anything you hear on another podcast, anything you read about on a blog post, take it with a grain of salt and be like, is my audience really on LinkedIn? Is my audience really on Instagram? Is my audience really on Facebook? You know, or because then that'll help you assess and also not feel so bad about that FOMO, like that fear of missing out, like, oh, I need to be playing over here. Well, that may not fit your business. So then, you know, who cares? So you know, your business might be like, okay, I heard Paul and Trey talk about Google My Business. Now I will say, if you're serving a local client and you're not on Google My Business, you are severely missing out. So we'll tell you that right now. But your industry, like let's use an example of insurance, insurance agents. Instagram, I don't know people that go follow insurance agents for the fun of it. You know, it's not saying they can't connect with them on a personal level, but people don't just that's an engagement thing. They follow their agent after they get to know them, not right. as they're reporting. Or them. they're friends with them and they, you know, <laughs> they know that they're in, but they're friends, right? Yes. They follow them because they like them for the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the other factor. So I'm, you know, so I, I guess the point is it's like, you can take everything with a grain of salt. So this, mm-hmm. this goes right in line with that. It's like, if you're stuck with that FOMO mindset, like that fear of missing out on the latest, greatest marketing fad, also take an assessment, take a step back and go, does this market even make sense for my business? You know, and then that'll help you not feel so bad about, you know, not jumping on it. Um, but then stick with the basics. So go back and watch your first episode or listen to the first episode. 
FDE formula, foundation, traffic, engagement. That's why people get amazing results when they apply these methods. That's why high school students can take this method, walk into a business and help them grow their brand over the the time of two to three months. And we watched it firsthand for these people. That's why this stuff makes a difference. That's why marketing counts. That's what I'm telling you guys. Start with the basics, make it happen. You are listening to the Marketing Counts Podcast, where we help you leverage the internet for more traffic, leads, and sales. We bring you the cutting edge insights on digital marketing, social media marketing, e-commerce, email marketing, and more. Just remember that marketing counts. Marketing counts. 